Welcome to the Into the Rabbit Burrow podcast. Join hosts Hannah Morth and Elizabeth Modine as they dive deep into topics surrounding spiritual metaphysics, universal laws, and everyday mindful entrepreneurial pursuits. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy as we go Into the Rabbit Burrow. Hi there, and welcome to another episode from Into the Rabbit Burrow. My name is Hannah Morth. Elizabeth Modine. And today we are coming to you with another Dear Enlightened One Ascension Energy update. So let's get started. Number one is trust the tides. And this metaphor was brought forward by spirit because of a similar feeling that we are really seeing kind of cast among the collective tides, if you will. We are noticing that a lot of people on planet Earth are at a transitional phase of their life. This is not only supported by our energy right now, also supported by the astrology, the two work hand in hand. And if you've been following Mm -hmm. us for a while, Ken and I have been talking about this really throughout the year of 2019. We are essentially in the hallway period leading us into 2020, which as you know, is a completely fresh year and a completely fresh decade. And so this is a really big deal not only for the energy workers on this planet, but for every single one of us. And collectively, if you look around right now, there is kind of a Maji Podge effect where a lot of people are kind of, you know, receiving their next gateways mm-hmm. and they're getting acclimated to these new chapters that are being presented to them in their lives. And then on the other side of the coin, there are a lot of people that are in this period where it feels as if they're waiting. Mm -hmm. And it's felt like this for quite a few weeks now. It's felt like this for quite a few months, to be honest. It really started back in April of 2019, so earlier this year. We made a choice collectively and on an individual level to completely restruct the way that our lives are going. And that sounds really dramatic, but... Hannah and I, once again, if you've been following us, you know, this is a very big, pivotal point Mm -hmm. in our Earth's history. And the lightworkers on this planet came forward at this time to bring that change forward. And 2020 is really the year that that change is solidified into place. (laughs) So 2019 has really been the year of burning down getting rid of or significantly changing major, major areas of your life so that when 2020 does come around and once again, some of us are already receiving these gateways. And so for many of us, this has already begun. And if you haven't received necessarily that big forward moving minute, you know, that moment where you're like, here we go, this is it. That's okay too. And know that you're among friends. Because that's a part of this last little leg of our journey here as well, where some of us are getting acclimated to these new journeys that are starting in their lives. And then others are feeling what we're talking about today, where the tides have really kind of brought us into a place of complete and total unfamiliarity. Mm -hmm. And... (laughs) You can look around and perhaps tap into this feeling where, wow, the way that I used to live my life 
the areas that I used to be happy in, the relationships, the different life circumstances, the place that I'm living in. This used to be the place for me, but suddenly now I'm feeling like there is a major change that is on the horizon. And I don't know what that change necessarily mm -hmm. means for me, but I can sense it. I can feel this for myself. And we won't go into the astrology today, but it does. It goes back to the whole January 12th Saturn and Pluto conjunction in the sign of Capricorn that really has, my friends, it's been building since April of this year. So this is a long time coming, and it's a transit that Saturn and Pluto, Capricorn, Holy Toledo, you talk about the Holy Trinity of hardcore players, these planets and this sign, they have come forward to completely restructure your life. And I was going to say help, <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes it may not seem that way because Pluto is the planet of death also the planet of rebirth mm -hmm. but sometimes when we come to these periods of our lives it's easy to feel as if when looking around it's changed and you may sense that change in kind of a mixed bag of emotions way and what this energy point was brought forward to hammer home is that at this point there is no going back to your old way of life. Mm -hmm. There isn't, uh, you know, turning around and putting back the pieces in a way that, you know, resonates with the old way that you were conducting your journey because it's been restructured and it's been taken apart and these cycles have come to an end or they've been added onto significantly because moving forward into 2020, as we're creating this new identity that will lead us through the next 35 years, <laughs> I can't even put it into words, my friends, how aligned it is for you. But the way that we were living up until now wasn't necessarily for us moving forward. And so that's why it may seem as if the year 2018 and 2019 were kind of a pair of dark night of the soul, deep internal soul seller investigation years, because they were. And there has been a lot of change recently. But we want you to know that as you continue to kind of wait it out and continue doing the things that you know you need to be doing because this does not mean sitting back on your heels and waiting mm -hmm. for some big you know moment of revelation yeah. this requires every single one of our efforts and that's no surprise to you because once again we've been doing this since early april of 2019 and so you have been putting in the work but this is the moment these are the weeks leading up into 2020 where things start to seem real where you start to get to those peak mountain moments and say oh that's why that's why and it may not be easy these gateways these doorways they may require you to let go of a significant part of the story that you have been carrying around for a long time mm -hmm. 
in many cases, you know, our entire lives, emotional stories, relationship stories, different titles that we've assigned ourselves because we've placed unnecessary pressure. This is the time where we're taking off those layers and we are arriving at our islands. <laughs> and we're kind of wrapping that into this energy point with the riptides because that is how spirit really did bring this forward. Mm -hmm. They brought me out into the ocean, Tom Hake style, <laughs> cast away <laughs> with Wilson. <laughs> Not really. Wilson wasn't there, much to my dismay. And <laughs> I was just floating around, like I was just bobbling there. And this is how spirit speaks to me. They speak to me in metaphor. And I had a moment where I recognized that everything had changed mm -hmm. and that I had a choice. I could stay in this place where things were not working or I could take a serious look, you know, at, at what life was really trying to show me through these mm -hmm. pain points and through these different triggers that I'm experiencing and get serious about them. And sometimes my friends, that simply means sitting with the uncomfortable emotion. And Hannah and I speak on this all the time. And once I consciously recognized that, suddenly my island appeared. And this is cheesy. This is a goofy metaphor, yeah. but it's something that you can take and apply to your life. You don't wanna go back. You've worked too damn hard to go back mm -hmm. now. And if you try to swim backwards, my friends, you're gonna be fighting the tides and it's not gonna work. You're going to come up against so much oppression <laughs> that is so much for your own good to make you realize that forward is the only way at this point. Mm -hmm. And that's beautiful because forward towards your island, when we do get to these gateways of opportunity, when we realize, oh my gosh, this is it. This is why I've been working so hard. Mm -hmm. It is that much easier to take that opportunity because you've been floating out here <laughs> and feeling really uncomfortable. And so it serves you. It serves you in so many ways. And that's what Spirit and I wanted to hammer home with this energy point is that no, if you haven't received your doorway, if you are kind of feeling like you're feeling your way forward in the dark right now, have faith and i can't stress mm -hmm. this enough because that old saying about it's darkest before the dawn it is so applicable here yeah and it really does happen that way and that's something that the more you work your way through these energy cycles you will come to realize that sometimes <laughs> it gets really freaking hard right before boom Mm -hmm. everything changes and so know that and know that we are we are here for you Hannah and I are so in this journey right along with you and we are here as a support network we are here as a community and we would absolutely love it if you would join us because holy Toledo it is tough sometimes <laughs> yeah <laughs> it is but with that I'll pass the microphone over to Hannah for number two yeah. So Beth, I think you did such a wonderful job touching on the fact that some of us are really seeing the, these gateways 
and we're moving into the next big part of our lives. And then there's a whole big other group of us that are sitting here still waiting for these gateways to show up. And we're still doing all the work and we're working our butts off and it's still just not here yet, but we know it's coming. And some of us look over at these other people and we're like, well, <laughs> Joe Schmo over here is at his gateway. And I would really love to be at my gateway. <laughs> and you are so not alone in feeling that way. I am right here with you. Beth, I'm going to speak for you. Beth is also right there with you. Birdie, Birdie is right there with you. <laughs> <laughs> we know it's coming. And I don't know about you, but when we're in these difficult places where we're still, we're stuck in these riptides, right? We're going to use the metaphor that Beth was using. We're stuck in this riptide, kind of waiting to get over to our island. We talk to our guides and we ask them what the hell is going on and why we're still in this place. And when is this island going to show up? When is this gateway going to show up for us? And right now, they're kind of not here. And I don't mean that in a really negative way. I mean that as in, if you have any sort of communication with your guides where they're sending you synchronicities, or maybe you can actually like converse with them, or maybe they, like with Beth, they use metaphors. Um, you know, maybe they send you different signs, like whatever relationship it is that you have with your guides, you probably have noticed that it's dwindled a little bit at this time. And that's because they're truly out there moving everything around or talking with everybody else's guides, making these plans for our future, kind of like setting everything up, up for your gateway to appear and making sure that all of these loose ends are tied up as they need to be. So because of that, spirit is giving us messages in songs and within lyrics. And I know Beth has just noticed this recently. They've been doing this with me for a couple months. But really, whenever you hear a song and you get that feeling that you just ha like you just know it's for you, like maybe you're driving to work and it's like the certain song turns on that you haven't heard in a long time. And you're like, whoa, I know that this is for me. And you listen to the lyrics and really listen to them. There are messages and they're waiting for you. Uh, just a couple months ago, I was going through a really tough time having like a really emotional day. And so I decided to go out for a walk and I was walking through this park near my house and I don't know what the song's title is, but it's an all American reject song from back when Beth and I were in middle school. Um, and one of the lyrics is when darkness turns to light, it ends tonight. And I just knew that that was a message for me. And they were saying that, you know, Beth, you used a very similar metaphor just before this. And I was a little shocked that you said it. It's always darkest before the dawn. Oh, okay. that's, that's like, I know the song. Uh, very similar. So like the same message, right? Like it's difficult right now. And it's, it's always the most difficult right before things get better. So keep going. And so when you hear these songs and you, when you listen to the lyrics, look for the messages in them because they are absolutely there and spirit is 100% giving us these messages to help us through any difficult times that we are currently going through because some of us really are still in a difficult time and you're not alone with that. Even if you see you know, some of your friends and some of your family starting to get their, their gateways 
And it's, you know, in honest, in all honesty, it's a little difficult to watch because, you know, we've also been through a difficult time and we would like ours, but yours is coming. It is 100% coming. Keep going, keep doing the work and it'll be here soon. And that leads us perfectly into number three, which is really just another segment of number two. And it's Mm -hmm. talking about building your soul dictionary. And Hannah touched on maybe feeling like our guides aren't necessarily immediately there Mm -hmm. right now. And this is a way that spirit works with us in so many ways, because it's not only fostering a trust in your team, because it takes faith to keep on going through the really hard seasons. And every single one of us has been there. We've worked through the difficult cycles. We've come out of the other end. And this isn't something that is just related to spirituality. It's life related. It's being a human. And something that also I have found that is really profound about these cycles where it seems like spirit isn't immediately there is that we are really working also on our ability to be observant. Mm-hmm. And the reason for this is, is because when you are kind of cast out among the energy tides and you feel like you're feeling your way forward, you become acutely aware of what is going on around you. And this is how spirit is one of the ways, I should say, that spirit uses to build our soul dictionaries. And a soul dictionary is what spirit uses to communicate with us. And it is your own essentially assortment of personal experiences and songs is a way that they use in its messages that you within your own personal life have applied to these scenes. And then spirit can then use them with you to help guide you along your way. And I'm going to give you an example for this because that probably sounds super confusing. But what they do with me personally is they will take, like I said, certain scenes from my life. And based on my emotional gut reaction to these scenes, Mm -hmm. they will then use them in readings that I have with clients or just my own everyday life as a form of communication. Mm -hmm. And when we are in these dry periods where it seems like spirit isn't immediately there, even though my friends, they are never not there. We are always surrounded by our loved ones and our spirit guides. They are always protecting us. But it does, it. This these periods serve us in so many more ways than we realize even though they are tricky to navigate through. But in my own personal soul dictionary, I have a beautiful scene that is really personal to me. When I was about 13, I started seeing a therapist for the first time. And a friend of ours yesterday, while we were interviewing her, she said, depression is a friend of mine or is no stranger, you know, Mm -hmm. to me. And she said that I was like, holy cow, that is the perfect way because I don't want to associate myself with my depression cycles, but it is something that has visited me throughout my life. And when I was about 13, I finally started to get professional help and I started to see a counselor and was really able to talk through a lot of the cycles at that point in my life that were really troubling me. And I am a huge advocate 
for therapy. It worked a world of difference in my mm -hmm. life and it was a profound blessing. And what spirit uses as a really beautiful soul dictionary experience for me, especially when I'm working with clients that are transitioning out of a difficult period of their lives, is the moment that I came out of her office about six months after I started working with her, it was the springtime and I went riding with my mother and my stepfather at the time and I was listening to music, which has always been my medicine, like in, in so, so, so many ways. And I was listening to, it's kind of funny that we were just talking about all American rejects. <laughs> this was also like a super like angsty, like teen song. Middle school, yeah. Yes, like, you know, like, oh, my life. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I was driving down. We were driving down. I was not. We were driving down this hill that is near Lutz Park which is not going to mean anything to most of you, to Hannah. That is a place that we spent many teen nights eating mm. froyo and talking religion and metaphysical content <laughs> and, <laughs> and boys and all sorts of stuff. And so it was a place that was really near and dear to my soul, actually, in the years to come. But at that point, it wasn't at all. We were coming down the hill. I was listening to this music. I had the window down. We're from Wisconsin, and so the springtime here is like, peel back the curtains to heaven. Holy Lord, praise Jesus. Yeah. Like, Every, everybody wear shorts. Yeah. So it, it's only 50 degrees. <laughs> if that. Yeah. If that. I say 50 degrees is being a little generous, yeah. B. You know? Yeah. And especially, I think this was probably about April, March. And so this was really early yet, and I had my window down, and it was cold, but there was no way. I was rolling it up because I felt, I felt for the first time like I was free. Like I had been unchained from what had held me captive for, for as long as I can remember my friends. And if, if you have, if you've dealt with depression throughout your life, it arrived for me when I was about five or six, <laughs> unfortunately. And Hannah knows this, but I have a distinct memory of being a very, very little child and <laughs> sitting in my bedroom, looking up at the sky and telling God, pleading with him to let me come home because and I was a kid. And it sounds weird saying that out loud, but em my emotional cycles have been something that I have worked with for a very, very long time. And that was the first moment that I truly felt free. That I, I'd worked with my therapist for six months at that point, or about that, it's a general, I don't know if it was exactly six months. But I had worked with her long enough at that point to really you know, come through some significant milestones. Mm -hmm. And I'll never forget that feeling. And Spirit copied and pasted that memory into my soul dictionary. And now when I'm working with clients or myself, frankly, and we like myself or the client is going through a particularly difficult time, they will show me that as a metaphor for when that person is going to be coming out of this season. Mm -hmm. And just going back to this original point with a soul dictionary, 
moving forward into the year 2020, I'm going to go back again to how important it is because this is such a huge gateway for so many of us that have been needing it for mm -hmm. a long time. And so I am, I'm going to keep hand hand it too, frankly, we're going to keep harping on this because oh, yeah. it's a big deal. And so many of us need to hear this, that there are change is right there. Mm -hmm squeaky like a cheese curd right there right there <laughs> and it's going to be very important that you start building your soul dictionary my friends mm -hmm. and each and every one of us has one hannah has one i have one my mom has one my brother has one we each have a spiritual toolbox that we are born onto this earth with that is equipped with so many different tools that will help you along your way in this life your zodiac chart is one of them. It's a roadmap. If you're not into astrology, consider getting into astrology as we move forward because it is an incredible tool. Yeah. This is just another one of those. It's a more sacred version in my heart just because it's something that spirit has been working with me on for mm -hmm. a really long time. So if you have any questions about it, please reach out and ask us because I would be more than happy to share my own experiences on this further mm -hmm. but moving forward into 2020 spirit will be working with you and they will be working with you based off of your intuition and your own personal skill set that is unique to you as an individual so if you are having dreams of prophecy it can be as simple as dreaming about your yoga class and your friend bringing a purple mat instead of a blue one and then Holy Toledo, it's happened. Spirit will work with us in ways that we are capable of working with them at. Mm -hmm. And so they're not going to shock you. <laughs> you know, you're not going to probably have grandpa showing up in your room one night. They will work with you on a level that I'm not going to say that you're necessarily comfortable at because when, whenever we're getting into something new, we are kind of uncomfortable. Yeah but they're gonna do it in a way that's most aligned with you. And they're going to do it at a pace that is most aligned with you. So don't let this freak you out. Mm -hmm. And the advice that's being offered here is to go with the flow and to keep doing what you know you're supposed to be doing, staying aware and staying observant of what you're going through right now. And that means dreams as well, my friends, because mm -hmm. I was watching an energy update earlier today on one that Hannah and I did months ago. We talked about this and I was like, oh my gosh, that's still happening. <laughs> the dreams are yeah. a huge theme leading us into 2020 because it's a way that spirit can work with us that we're comfortable with. Yeah. And so know that if you are kind of having wonky sleep cycles, if things are kind of out of sorts, that's perfectly normal. We're in a transitional period right now. And it's really exciting, frankly, if your life does seem kind of all over the place. Yeah. Because the more emotional space you're creating now, that means the more that is up for change in your life. And moving forward in 2020, we are really going to see the unveiling and the reveal of so much of what we've been craving. And this is just a very small part of it. And it's a very exciting part. And so when you do get these visions or moments of insights, write them down in a notebook, take stock of them, 
because it may take a few times of you receiving these messages for them to fully sink in. Yeah. But the more effort you put towards them, the more they're going to bring to you. So that's something else to be aware of too. I love that. And then let's get right into number four, which is the fact that we are out of Mercury retrograde, but we are now into the shadow phase or the reintegration phase. So we came out of it on, or I should say, Mercury went direct again on the 20th of November, and we will be in the shadow phase until about December 7th. And so basically what this is meaning for us is we might still see some of those communication issues. We might still have some of the tech problems that we've been experiencing. I feel like the tail end of Mercury retrograde was when I started seeing all of the, all of the tech problems. Like my computer wouldn't work one day. I just could not get it to turn on all the way. <laughs> and like internet problems and just like all these weird things the past, yeah, the past week or so. Super bizarre. So you might still see some of those for a little while yet as we make our way out of this energy. Um, but apart from that, this integration, this reintegration phase is really about seeing what we learned during this period of time when we were in Mercury retrograde. And so you are going to start to see the lessons that you had to learn. And you're going to be able to look back on this time and be like, oh, that's why that happened. I had to learn this. And even though that might've been a little painful, that's something that you had to learn to be able to move forward. Beth and I have been talking about 2020. We're super stoked about it. We had to learn these lessons so that we can move forward in a really positive way into 2020. We had to release certain things, might've been painful again, so that we can move into 2020 because we didn't want to have this baggage as we move into new and better energy that is going to bring us so many more beautiful things because that is truly what's happening. So look forward to realizing and understanding why you had to go through certain things during this Mercury retrograde, why certain situations had to happen, why they happened the way they did, because that's going to be able, you're going to be able to use that as trust and guidance in the future as we move forward. So super exciting things ahead. And Beth and I are just so excited to, to see how this plays out in not only our lives, but in your lives. And like Beth says all the time, we are so here for you. And with that, that is all that we have for you today. Thank you so much for listening to this episode from Into the Rabbit Burrow. We are so thankful for you for taking the time to listen to us. If you enjoyed this episode, please follow us on Spotify or iTunes. We are releasing episodes every single week, so there is so much more to come. Thanks and have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening to Into the Rabbit Burrow podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with your friends and leave us a review on iTunes. We truly appreciate your support. And if you're looking to connect with Hannah and Elizabeth, head on over to www.dearenlightenedone.com. Thanks again for journeying into the rabbit burrow with us. And until next time.